back to Black Me Up Podcast, a weekly podcast discussing life, culture, and adulthood from the perspective of two black women living in Seattle. I'm Day. And I'm Lily. And this week we're discussing prison abolition and the idea behind it, what it means to abolish prisons, and how as a society we'd replace prisons with better forms of reform. Um, We also have a Seattle activist, sociology major, and our friend Nayana here. Introduce yourself, girl. I'm Nayana, and yeah, basically everything you just said, yeah, that's basically it about me. (laughs) Y'all got me. You're incredible. You have so much that you have going on. I see what you do on Twitter, and honestly, can you just tell us the protesting that you've been involved in recently, especially with the recent movements? Oh, gosh, I've been there basically every day since May 30th. Oh, sure. I was actually there on May 29th, which was day, it's called Day Zero, where Uh all that, like, crazy stuff was happening. Yes. Yeah, I was, I've been there the whole time. And where is there? Oh, the Seattle protests uh, for Black Lives. That's incredible. You you do so much. And yeah. then you also told me that you have a that you've been planning a meeting with the senator. Oh, that was yesterday. I couldn't actually attend it. Oh snap. Could but you yeah. tell us what it would, would be about? Oh, it was about a Black Students Matter bill that I've started. Girl, tell us about that. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh that <laughs> Yeah, I started it uh like a month into these protests. I was like talking to my mentor and I was like, Yeah, like I wanna do something about this and he was like, write up some demands. And I was like, okay, I don't know what that's gonna, like, I don't know what's gonna come of that. And all of a sudden, I'm a politician. Mm-hmm. An accidental accidental, activist? Yeah, well, not even an accidental activist. I was always an activist. Purpose, it's like fully on purpose. Accidental politician there you go. out of nowhere. And this is something that's gonna last until February. And I'm just like, oh my gosh. Like, wow. what did I do? <laughs> so what does this bill entail? Oh, oh my gosh. Oh, I'm so excited about this. Yes. Uh, it's defunding SPD, which is something that's actually going to happen, which is really exciting. Mm-hmm. Uh, Everett PD and Linwood PD so far is what's on the list by 50%. Reallocating those funds to schools and urban neighborhoods and uh, community centers and non-profit, non-profit <laughs> organizations, including the one that I want to start really bad. Mm-hmm. And then we are getting police out of any schools like all school campuses boom yeah and snohomish uh king and pierce counties so far that's big that's three counties yeah that's huge those are like the three biggest counties for like people of color here Mm -hmm. so yeah i wanted to hit them where it would hurt the most (laughs) no i'm honestly taken so taken aback that's incredible thank you incredible well let's try to get to know you a little bit more if that's okay oh yeah of course yeah um so like what so what is your degree right now again i'm working on a sociology degree okay so what what made you want to do that (laughs) I took one sociology class with a really good professor and he was amazing and I got to write a lot about things I really cared about like Mm -hmm. the school to prison pipeline and mass incarceration and I was just kind of like I don't think biology is for me anymore so I switched over. So that was your major in the beginning. Yeah I switched Um, over like last year. Holy crap. Yeah. I know how that feels because I took a sociology class as well and oh my gosh. It's like life changing. Yeah. Also it was like I'm more of like, I like people and I like mm-hmm. discussing world issues as well. Mm-hmm. And so being in that class, it was kind of like feeding me for the first time in a long yeah. time. I was like, oh my gosh, like, wait a minute. <laughs> no, it really does that to mm-hmm. you. Sociology is just 
something so important that yeah. not a lot of people know about for some reason. Like, I'll really? say I'm a sociology major, and people go, oh, what does that entail? Mm. Like, what oh, does that mean? Yeah. Also, I know, like, sociology has multiple, like, areas of topic. Oh, yeah. Discuss- and so- human relations is one of them, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yes. Because I was also thinking a uh, relationship episode, that would be Oh, right. Because, like, this class that I took was in deviance. Mm-hmm. That was, like, the main focus. Yeah. So we talked a lot about, like, the whole prison system and then, like, that specifically, like, so rapists and things like that yeah. and, like, um, racial issues. And it was just interesting to be able to be in the same room and discuss with a different, like, crowd with of people. people. You yeah. know what I mean? But, yeah, I think I... I feel like it should be a requirement in high school to take a class like oh, that. For sure. Honestly, the way I felt. I mean, just like, look at world issues from yeah. different perspectives. Being yeah. able to look at different perspectives, I think yeah. that's important. Because there was points where we sat around and discussed, especially when it came to racial stuff, and people' perspective on these certain specific issues that we like were discussing. We're like, oh, I never saw it that way. Like, mm-hmm. oh. That's how you feel on a daily basis? Yeah. Wow. yeah. Like, it was just, like... Eye-opening. Interesting. Interesting yeah. to sit there. I'm like... <laughs> we're a diverse state, mm-hmm. I would like to think. Yeah. I know. Yes. Yeah. I, a lot of people <laughs> say Washington. You're right. You're right, yeah. Yeah, a lot of people yeah. say Washington's diverse. I'm like, yeah, not really. Not really. Much. But, like... You would think people would go out the way to understand... The different groups. Cultures. That are here, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, you'd be surprised at how like right wing Washington is versus how left wing people claim it to be. Ooh. Yeah, like it's so weird. The dynamic here is just crazy to me. Yeah, you would yeah. think it would be more like a lot more liberal because of the lifestyle people live. Yeah, you know the what I'm lifestyle. saying? Like, yeah. just free spirited and just. Kind of like hippie. Yeah. Hippie lifestyle. But then... I'm hippie as fuck. If you really, like, do the research and look at the statistics, it's like, wait a minute. It does not match up to what's being portrayed. Portrayed. The fudge. And that has a lot to do with, like, education. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Because we don't learn about... Like, we don't take sociology classes in high school, usually. And we don't have extensive history classes on things like the civil rights movement Mm -hmm. and... We only take one Washington State history class, and we hardly touch on Native American history Oh, at my all. gosh. That is so true. And I took Washington history twice because I bumped up her phone. But we didn't learn anything about any reservations. Yeah. And, oh, my gosh, it's so sad. I took a humanities class, too, and oh, my humanities teacher was amazing. But we also touched on a lot of, like, world issue stuff and, like, current problems I never was aware until I took that class that, like, indigenous women were actually being just killed and not, there was no investigation on that. They're being killed, they're being sterilized, yeah. Yeah. I did not know that until I'm, like, in my early 20s, I'm sitting here like, I had to take a college class to know this. Right. And then it's like, we're surrounded by those people. We're surrounded by tribes of those people. They're literally next door. Yeah. we, We wouldn't know. Yeah, no. There's so many people who don't know that. Exactly. And it's, it's so sad. I was like, wait a minute. That's why the reallocating of police funds to schools matters. It I have matters to pay so five much. to $600 for a class to learn about something that's happening next door. Exactly. 
Um, make it make sense. Problem. Make it make sense. <laughs> make, it make, sense. <laughs> make it make sense. Can we talk about uh, abolition? What is prison abolition? Prison abolition is basically taking the prison system as well as the law enforcement system and wiping it clean. Okay. And a lot of people think we're just wiping it clean and just and letting, not replacing it. Yes, and yes. just letting the world go to war. Yeah. And that's also not the point at all either. <laughs> it's like figuring out therapy for the people that would usually just go directly to prison. There's a lot of people that will do, like be second offenders mm-hmm. of the same crime because there's work there that needs to be done mentally. mentally yeah. So it's kind of more doing like putting them in facilities mm-hmm. where they're going to get therapy and, and help. Better, yeah. yeah. And that includes all criminals, anyone doing anything. Mm-hmm. There's a type of therapy that is needed. There is a type of refuge that they can find and we can put them back out into the world and they can be like better. good members of society. Yes. No one believes that though. Yes. Yeah, that's the hard part. No one believes that that's possible. Why not? Because people think that uh, criminals are just criminals, and that's the life they live, and that's it. Right, because there guess. are those people who just believe, yeah, if you do something bad, you should rot in jail, forget your rights, forget whatever. It's like. I, I understand that, but I guess it's just like, I'm the type of person that always tries to figure out why certain things happen or why people do certain things. Mm-hmm. Um I guess that's not everybody because there's a reason for almost anything and everything. Yeah. Yeah. And so to me, when I see prisoners, yes, there's consequences to everything, oh, positive yeah. or negative. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to the actions that they've done, there's a reason to it mentally or emotionally why they've done what they've done. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so I guess no one else, like a lot of people right. don't think that way. Don't think that way. And that's also why I like that aspect of putting them to get that mental work that they need because they sh- they sometimes they do need to be embraced. Why do a lot of these people do what they do? Because the root of the issue that started at home is that they weren't cared for. Mm-hmm. They need love. And then it's like, it does sound sad or I don't know what I'm trying to say. It does sound pretty weird. Like the idea this person did something bad. Let's get them help instead of let's torture them because yeah. a lot of people do have the torture aspect. Which is disgusting kind of to I know. agree. But like think about disciplining a child. Like when you discipline a child, mm-hmm. do you correct their actions or do you just like tell them like go in your room and don't do mm-hmm. anything? You're like, supposed you to tell them anything. You're supposed to like tell them what they did wrong, why it's wrong and then help them not do it again. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of it's the same the thing. Idea. Like these people are still people. Exactly. But I guess where people don't see that connection is because these are a lot of these are grown folks. Yeah. <laughs> Which is sad. So it's like you should know better. I, I guess the expectation for them is very high. Yeah. You should know what you're doing and what you've said and all that. And since you know that, then here's your consequence. Yeah. You know what I mean? But also, um, when I think of prison, I do think that it's broken because just like when I think of people coming out of the military, they don't have that um, support that they need a lot of times to get back into society mm-hmm. safely mm-hmm. and have those, um, like when they react, they could have misreactions because of the pressures that have been put on them from the military. And I think of that a lot of times with prisoners too. So much pressure has been put on these prisoners inside of the system that when they come out, a lot of times they didn't even get what they needed to correct themselves Mm -hmm. in prison. They're just coming out and doing what they need to just 
stay under the radar Mm -hmm. or to just get back into society, but they're not fully integrated into society properly. I I feel like you would know this, but I I always feel like prison system isn't made for people to go back into society and... It's you know what I mean? No, it's loop. fully not. Yeah. It's really not made. It's kind of, it's a cash cow. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's fully yeah. a cash cow for the government. And that's why there's so many second offenders, because they don't help them at all. They put them in a room, they make them do prison labor, and they treat them horribly. I remember reading something or listening to a podcast a while ago about, like, the profit that these prisons get the I don't remember the numbers off of my head mm-hmm. but I know I was shocked when I heard that yeah. I to me like it was baffling mm-hmm. <laughs> because a lot of the time these people that go into these systems also have done like the smallest thing you know what I mean but the only reason they are where they are in the system is because of small behaviors in the system and that behavior is due to them not wanting to be there (laughs) and not the help like not having the help you know what I mean and like even people who commit petty crimes like small robberies and all of that like that's a problem that the government can solve why do you think these people are robbing others Mm -hmm. they don't have Mm -hmm. the things that they need exactly like everything like murderers everything there's mental help that needs to be done there there's mental like there's stuff going on there. yeah mm-hmm. i also think as a society we don't take mental health seriously we don't which is why a lot of people are like that's bullshit fuck like i'd rather put people in a box than to put somebody in front of a doctor mm-hmm. and have the doctor analyze them and i think that's really sad yeah because it's again the safety of others <laughs> You have a mental problem, meaning you're crazy Mm -hmm. to society, and they put you aside somewhere in a box or in a room or whatnot to keep you to keep the rest safe. Mm -hmm. Do you get what I'm saying? And I'm just like, that doesn't make sense because they're supposed to be back in society and be able to associate with others and do all. Is you're not solving the problem; you're just covering it up. Yeah. And then what happens when they get out of that box? They don't know what the fuck to do other they're, than what they did. They're usually worse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When they get out of that box, they can't vote. Um, when they get out of that box, no matter what they learn, if they learn anything in that box, they can't apply it because people won't hire mm-hmm. people that have been jailed. Mm-hmm. And then it's like when companies do hire people that are jailed, then there's that bill so that the company gets money mm-hmm. whenever they hire inmates. And so a lot of times those inmates will just have shitty jobs, but the company just wants that check for having an inmate. Mm-hmm. And yeah, prison labor generates a billion dollars and is very profitable. A so billion a lot, dollars. Yep. So um, lots of companies use it. And I have a list of those companies that we're going to talk about. Yeah. I know there's a handful. Yeah. And then uh, more about abolition. Is there anything else um, in Washington specifically? But yeah. Are there any um, steps so. that, could take, that are being taken in Washington specifically to stop, to abolish prisons? Well, it all starts with the police. So the defunding of the Seattle Police Departments and eventually all of the police departments is a really good way to start. We got to start draining them slowly. Exactly. That's the whole deal. And my question for you is, so those 
the allocation of funds, we understand that what's going to happen to the police department or how are people, citizens also going to be protected, which is what I think. I, that's people. what I was going to go next. And be, oh, so what's the plan in general once the funding is, you know, drained? Because right, I'm all for abolishing police. Yeah. yeah. I'm here for it. Yeah. That's the long haul of it, basically, right. though, is like 50% for them is not a lot. Exactly. And lately, I think it's really funny that they've been spending a lot of time with uh, quote-unquote riots. Mm. And I hear, like, I have people on scanners for when I'm at those protests. They hold calls. They hold police calls. What? So You're people, kidding. I'm not. <laughs> they will, they'll hold police calls, like, all 911 calls are on hold. Because of a so-called riot. Because of the riot that they start, yeah. Boo! They start those riots. I, I've been there for everyone. They've started every single one of those riots. Yo. And they will hold calls, and they get overtime. How does that make sense? Mainly because you're there to protect regardless of the situation. Mm-hmm. And then, now you're restricting the protection of people. What if someone needs an... Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, you're... It's just a loop of... How's that rational? It's not. It's not. It's really not. And that's, the- and that's another thing that makes me say defund the fucking police. Because if you're over here with peaceful protesters and then causing riots and then also stopping calls, like, what are you doing? I know. What are you doing? And you're then defeating it- the purpose of your position. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. Like, they don't do the work that they claim they do. Right. They really don't. Like... I don't know if you've called the police in Seattle, if you've had to. I've had to once when a car got broken into, and mm-hmm. I stole all my stuff. Oh, but geez. I got nothing. They didn't help me at all. Like, that's the... It's that's, kind of That's like, irritating. Yeah. That irritating. No, is. I'm hurt for you. Yeah. yeah. Uh-uh. Yeah, the police... We really do need better forms of policing and not even policing, but societal, I don't want to say control because I don't really know what I'm saying, but for lack of better words, we need societal control in a sense of having people we can rely on. We need separate people from the police department to call for wellness checks. We need separate people from the police department to call when we get broken into. And it's like, we don't need this one sector of policing. We need different organizations and different things that actual actually care about people mm-hmm. that could put resources I mean, I know in. there's like organizations for like mental health assistance right. and like all that other specifically for teens mm-hmm. for adults like mm-hmm. all of that which is great but again it goes back to the funding how much funding They're do they have to con- like not you know as what much mean? as i think the seattle police department has Something around, like, a billion or something. Like, a lot of fucking budget. And you know what? Well, you know what's really funny? <laughs> she said, for why? <laughs> I found out yesterday that they're really pissed off that we're trying to defund and we're almost there. Woo. Because of the fact that they have spent so much money on tear gas. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, tear gas alone? Yeah. On tear gas alone, they've spent so much money that that is going to hurt them so much if they get defunded by 50%. And I have a question. That, yeah. How often is tear gas being used at these protests? Way too often. That's I've so been scary. tear gas. I feel like that's their first res- like you solution. Have. You've been personally tear gassed. Can I've you please been, explain? Oh my gosh, it is terrible. 
I've been at all of them. Like the first day when they just started raining it down from like the roofs and everything. I saw videos of that. I was I was there. I was there, and I've been there every time they've tear gas after that. That's why I couldn't watch Seattle protest videos because they're just it's so close to home. First off, and then to know that I know people there. Yeah. Like I was terrified when um. I saw like there was that day when there was the curfew and yeah. then I saw you tweeting and then I just messaged you, hey, Nona, are you okay or something like that? And then I didn't see anything from you and I was just praying. I was like, is she okay? Is she okay? Then I saw you tweet something like you made it home safe and I was like, yeah. thank God. Because yeah. no, it was terrifying. Yeah. It was terrifying just looking at the social media reactions. Mm-hmm. So being there, I can't imagine. Would Do you feel like that was like their first result to like solve the issue or what not they were trying to do I don't it know what they were trying to do it was their only their only thing that they have against people like that many people is flashbangs flashbangs and, and tear gas yeah and then the shields did they do the shield thing where they ran up to you guys in the line where they had the shields they to always push have the shields yeah. fuck that fuck they'll, that they'll like say like you guys need to disperse and then they'll trap us so that you guys can't yeah they'll mace us but the mace is colored so even after you wipe it off, if they UV light you, they can see that, that you've, you've been, been there. there. Yeah. They've been doing that to people's cars. They've been pulling over people that they've seen from protests, like familiar cars. Yo. Yeah. I didn't, so what's I didn't the know point of having, like, the... Why? Why? So that they could track people and pull them over? Track people and arrest them. And arrest them. They're, they're arresting people for being at protests. Last Saturday, 16 people got arrested. And that's just just for being at the protest. Just for being at the protest. No, like, Nothing. actual evidence to, like, Doing other fine. than protecting other people, like, from the brutality. Well, no, like, that's no been going evidence on. of destruction. Like, yeah. Just you are con- connected to a protest, meaning. What that you've caused damage? Is that they've what made? They've made very like petty reasons, like small reasons for arresting people that are like completely just bogus. But where do you get the evidence? That's my question. They don't like, need. They it. don't need it. They don't, they don't need it. But you need probable cause in order. Like so, is I've the protest seen... in general the probable cause? Like yeah, being yes, arrested? yeah. Yes. It being declared a riot. Once it's declared a riot, when you're there, they, they can need. arrest anyone. Basically, two plus and two does not nice. equal ninety six. My friends, two plus two equals eighty. To the seven. police, <laughs> how does that make any sense? That's ridiculous. Yeah. but and like it pisses me off mainly because the real people that are actually causing like destruction are are not like there's no attention to them. Yeah. That's what it feels like to me. And even then, there shouldn't be because riots. It's part like, of this country's history. It's a part. Yeah, nothing gets done unless there's a riot. Period. <laughs> like that's why shit's getting done now is mm-hmm. because we're rioting, we're ruining shit because none of this is ours. Say that again for the people in the bay. For the people in the Exactly. Holy shit. Like, like I understand in the sense, like when the riots and stuff happen, the destruction of property and stuff. I was like, okay, this is a little too much because I don't believe that violence can always solve issues. You know what I mean? And so to me, it was, we don't need to go this far. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I understand the anger, the disappointment, the everything, everything. And so I'm not saying what a lot of people did was right Mm -hmm. because you can't 
an eye for an eye ain't gonna do shit yeah. sometimes. Yeah. Don't make us all blind. <laughs> Literally, yes. But also, their people's emotions and reactions were reasonable. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Well, it's more of we're not hurting anyone. Mm-mm. We're hurting property. It's mm-hmm. property. At the end of the day, it's those insured. windows get replaced. But yeah. also, I I was thinking about those black business owners too, that some of their business got to, like. Usually, honestly, those people aren't with us. Those are people that are there for a riot, and they will just break anything in their paths. Exactly. Because I'm, like, as I was looking at the riot stuff, then I was like, yes, I completely agree. But then I'm like, a lot of this peaceful protesting has turned into rioting because of outside people. So it's like, I'm not even... But you got to remember, there's black people that also were the whole eye for an eye thing absolutely and then there was white people that were just this just there to destroy destroy and to take the black businesses yeah yeah so there was both sides played a part yeah Yeah. but i guess it just that's why i didn't one i don't believe in violence but then also two that causes so much confusion because everyone's a part of it and it's just like you don't know who's really here to support and who's really here to, like, yeah. you know, violence isn't and that's confusing. Been, that's been the hard part is people have been trying to, like, put together direct action marches, which I don't think you should be doing unless you are a black person in this instance. Mm-hmm. So I've caught some white people trying to do direct action marches. Mm. Seriously. That's the harmful part. That's the harmful thing is that they take matters into their own hands a little too much. They think their allyship is like so powerful that they can do that, and, and that's it just where the makes message gets it makes the movement mm-hmm. look bad. Yeah, yes. when people are vandalizing Amazon and Starbucks, mm-hmm. I have no problem with that. Mm-hmm. Those are I stopped supporting Starbucks. Those are billion dollar companies, up. billion Same. to trillion dollar companies. Those, those that don't pay their employees yeah. properly, yeah. that are yeah. completely yeah. insured, mm-hmm. and who would fire all of their employees in an instant to send their CEOs to the private islands to get away from everything. Yeah. And no, I know I'm people who have been fired from Starbucks for being at these protests. And then Black Lives Matter, the oh, attire. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Can you talk about that? I just find it interesting because after people started making noise about them being fired... Then they, they did that. Mm-hmm. No, those people didn't get rehired. Oh, so people who got wait. fired for wearing the Black Lives no, Matter merch? Wait, no, wait. for being at the protests, okay. even if the even if it was a peaceful one, just like, a protest in general. Yeah, just for being at a protest. You, got I know, fired. I know people someone got fired. that got fired. <gasps> yeah, personally, I know someone that got fired. Can you just say the city of the Starbucks? Seattle, right here in Seattle. Like a block away, actually. Oh, you're kidding. That's no, sick. Not. That's disgusting. So they took that into like more de- uh, than going to attire. Yeah. They got called out for their shit. Some people are not going to say like, oh yeah, I was at the protest. Right. But how does, how did the manager know? Was it just, just talking? I'm assuming talking? talking or social media yeah. or something. Like. No, that's so sad. In the middle of a fucking pandemic to let somebody lose their job like that. that yeah. Like, yeah. And now they target... That's what I'm like... Now they have Black Lives Matter shirts. You are... Exactly. Now yeah. I'm just like, you were really trying to, like... Derail our movement. And now that you know that you're losing money from this, now you want to hop aboard. This because is, black culture is so profitable. Yeah. This is why, like, when the whole, like... What was it on social media? Like, business... Or 
just in general, when mm-hmm. I would go on like a Fashion Nova or some shit, random, mm-hmm. and it would, the first thing is like this prompt that's like, oh, we support our black, um, Black Lives Matter and all this other stuff. I always roll my eyes because mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah. you acting like this is new. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you don't, it was a your models week. are no one darker than a paper bag. Ooh! So let's talk about that. I yeah, mm-hmm. I'm not a fan of Fashion Nova. Yeah. I'm not but a fan just of like a lot of biz- these businesses. A lot of those big, exactly, yeah. and I'm just like, this is just for you to like butter us up, pretty it's much. Profiting off, yeah, profit, like you said, profiting off profiting, of profiting, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm 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 ashamed, and I don't buy. I've never bought into it. It made me piss because it's like, this is this is shady business. It is shady business. Like I can't even. It's just. It's a lot. It is a How lot. do you feel about, like, because you've protested in Seattle specifically? Yeah. How do you feel about, like, our city, like, the actions that we've taken as a community and also, like, in the politics section? Like, you know what I mean? Our go- like, all that. How do you, because I don't know if you know much what's going on government-wise, with the mayor and everything. Oh, I, I bet you oh, do. Oh, I do. Yeah. She's the one who's letting them hear us. Exactly. She's the reason I have to have a respirator mask when I go out. Oh. And a helmet. Because oh. they use rubber bullets, too. Oh, my God. And I don't want that problem. I yeah. I saw someone get hit with a rubber bullet, and mm. it was... I've seen the bruises that people... They're and big. I saw somebody get shot in the eye on yes. People yes. always think that they're like, oh, like this big. Like, like, a like an inch long. Yeah. yeah. They are huge. And it's like a coat of rubber over like a normal, like huge ass bullet. Yo, I can't imagine. Like, I saw that happen to someone. First off, thank you for putting yourself and your physical body out there. Thank you. (laughs) That's incredible. But yeah, how do you feel like the action that our community is taking and the government's taking? In Seattle specifically. We're not doing the best, like, when it comes to some of the actions we're doing. Mm-hmm. But there are a ton of good organizers that have been setting up marches. Like, I don't want to shout anyone out because I don't want, like, a lot of attention going yeah. to them. Right, but, like, right, right. There's some really good people doing really good things. And then there's people, like I had mentioned earlier, the white people that are were trying to do the direct action march. Yeah. And there's just a lot of weird, like... We were talking about the politics in Seattle a little earlier, like mm-hmm. liberal people, like quote unquote liberal people that mm-hmm. like just don't listen to black people at all or don't listen to people of color at all and they think they know best. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what we're seeing here. Mm. It's the overstepping of mainly white people and it's the like them kind of making the movement look bad by taking shit too far when mm-hmm. it comes to vandalizing and all mm. of that. So I think we're doing pretty well when it comes to the government side because there are people making really good moves mm-hmm. to get shit done. Mm-hmm. Me, for instance. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Queen, shameless promo, honestly. But, um, yeah, I, but the government is a mess right now. Yeah. That's why we need those things like you're putting out. We need bills in place to secure what we need. We have demands. And I think it's up to us as people in a society to create those bills and enforce those demands on our government. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And with enough pressure, our mayor is going to resign. And we're working on that, oh, yeah. too. People are working on that. You Shit. can see that. I'll call the sure. bitch up. 
No, seriously, call her. Like, call her office. Tell her to resign because oh, yeah. I've been doing that. Fuck yeah. Mm-hmm. She needs to resign. Like, and um, don't question, if she resigns, is there anyone in line who you would like to see? No, I don't really know our officials that well, to be honest. Like, I didn't until this happened, so right. I've kind of been looking. So you're just looking into it right now? I see. Because yeah. I want to look into it, too, and see which of those people meets the demands that I want to see in terms of society and culture and schools and yeah. allocating of funds. And yeah. yeah, I'm interested in looking into that. Yeah, definitely. Like, take action. Take initiative. Like, seriously, it's not hard to, e- like, send an email or make a call to right. your... All of that to mayors, council members, and et cetera, et cetera. For people who want to get into activism, do you have any tips for any of our listeners out there who get, might want to get started? Yeah, get your foot in the door. And how? Stick it in. How do you fit? Even if you're just propping open that door, right? Just big toe. No, I'm serious though. Like the reason, like how I got into this, like mm-hmm. all the way I am now, is by finding people that do it already right networking honestly i hate that term it's such a like (laughs) capitalist term that is true that's why i use the term ecosystem i want to i want people in my ecosystem so that we could support and provide for each other ask a lily no yeah just fight for what you believe in and fight hard and like i said get your foot in the door like activism doesn't have to be at like a government level yes i don't know how i got my foot in the door here but it happened mm-hmm. would you say you just talked to a bunch of people like, i talked to my mentor and i was gonna say you mm-hmm. have a mentor that's incredible oh yeah, yeah. mentors are the best they like, really you know, are. find you a mentor mm-hmm. girl find you a mentor right. <laughs> also i had another question that's kind of like bounces weirdly yeah. <laughs> but like because of the protests now that there's no real okay being in the protest is a probable cause of just being jailed Mm -hmm. how do you think that will affect the jail system that's already fucked up now you know Mm -hmm. what i mean they've only fully jailed one person they're just charging people they're they're charging people and holding people and treating them terribly there's a thread on like seattle specifically of people that have been charged and put in jail and they've done horrible things to these people. You're kidding. And bail funds. Any specific bail funds that you can lead us to. Ooh. And these links will also be in our description. So if you can't think later, hit me up later. Yeah. I can't think of them specifically right now. But mm-hmm. I will send you like mm-hmm. all the links that I have. Boom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Links and phone numbers. Mm-hmm. For people yeah. specifically in Seattle, those will be in our description for our listeners. And you know what's funny is that one of them is like... 206 okay try me like it oh! spells out okay try me and they didn't even know until we were like it's okay that's try my me. number that's, that's the wow. one i'm gonna call yeah. no that's the one that i always have on my arm when i go out like yeah. if i get arrested yeah i have to write a number on my arm if i go out oh. like, that's how real it's getting right now it's like people they're I don't. I can't. I can't talk too much about it because yeah. it's like there's yeah. stuff going on with me personally that I can't talk about. Exactly. Yeah. And we want to keep you safe. Yeah. Please keep me safe. <laughs> Trust no. No. Please keep me safe. You're you're our unofficial fourth host, girl. You are safe. Mm-hmm. But another thing, um, 
I really just wanted to ask you, preparing to go out into protests, mm-hmm. what do you do specifically to prepare yourself, not only mentally, mentally but physically? You mm-hmm. said you wrote, write your number on your arm. Yeah, I write the I write a bail fund number. Oh. I write my mom's number oh. in case something bad happens to me, like on me, my, my body. Yeah, because I I know my mom's number, but like and if nobody else finds me, yeah. like they can. Yeah, call I'm, my mom. It's my really eyes are sad. tearing up. Yeah, mm-hmm. I can't help. I can't think of that. That's I, sad. Yeah, I pack my bag. My bag's like three fucking pounds. It's really heavy. There's food. There's medical supplies. There's my respirator mask. There's a helmet that's clipped to the back. Mm-hmm. Water, et cetera, et cetera. Like, there's a lot that goes into like getting ready to protest. It usually takes me like an hour to get ready, and I don't wear makeup like you can't wear makeup because the tear gas will it'll get into your eyes and fuck your shit up really bad excuse my language (laughs) no i got no the first time i got tear gas i was wearing makeup and i was like oh no no that anastasia beverly hills just run it (laughs) no it doesn't run it goes right to your eyes like hair gel even like i don't i can't put hell gel i can't put hair gel gel. no the afro's out when i'm protesting because if that like it will trickle down Mm. even Mm -hmm. like sunscreen any face product like i can't wear any of that Mm-hmm. You have to. Oh my gosh, it's it's gotten hotter. Oh, and you have to be in black block. A lot of us have to be in black block because I have tattoos. Yes. Oh, yeah. you can't wear anything recognizable. So I'm in like a huge hoodie with a t-shirt under just in case I get heat stroke and someone needs to take my shirt off. Yeah, yeah. And then I'm wearing like black pants, socks like all the way up to my knee at least, and then like my Doc Martens. Like I have to wear black block. It's Preparing is a lot. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine. Yes. Mm-hmm. I yeah. genuinely can't imagine because I'd be like, yeah, I do want to go up to these protests, but you don't. I, you really don't. I just want to support, but then yeah. it's like I can't be supportive at home because, like, I saw this thing on Twitter. Like, in order for movements to progress, you need everybody. You need the people on the field. You need the people at home warning mm-hmm. the people on the field. You mm-hmm. need the people bringing resources. Mm-hmm. And it's like, if anything, I'm just somebody giving resources and trying mm-hmm. to find police scanners and just yeah. tweeting. Yeah, if I didn't have Micah, I would be out there, honestly. Like, yeah. We were out there with Micah. We we did the Women's March, which oh, is probably, yeah. like, the lowest thing. But we were yeah. supporting black lives. We yeah. were representing indigenous mm-hmm. people and trans women. Yeah, we accidentally so ran into another protest. Right, we ran into like, another protest. They said, come on. We said, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, like, I would be out there, but... The fact that I have a kid, to me, like, I have to be more... You, you have to be watch. careful. Yeah, I have yeah. to be physically careful, because I want to come back home to him. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so, to again... To black son that you're trying to Yeah. yeah. That so, is so much more important than being out there, because there's plenty of us out there. Yeah. But there needs to be people, like, yeah, like On you, who are taking well. care of these black children that yeah. need to become black adults. And, like, mm-hmm. yeah, just get... Be where you need to be. Yeah.